welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is the show where we take a K-drama, we watch it now two episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it. Yeah, this week we watched episodes three and four of Crash Landing on You. I'm obsessed with this K-drama. It is very good. It's so very good. If you've seen these next two episodes, uh, we delve a little bit deeper into into North Korea and sorry, North Korea. There you go. And (laughs) and uh, the adventures that they're having trying to get Seri out of North Korea. And boy, howdy, is every minute of this K drama my favorite minute of this (laughs) K-drama. It's so good. Like, I don't, I didn't want her to go home yet, but also I have so much stress about her being there. I want her to go home. I was having a panic attack. I wanted there to be some way wherein she went and obviously, like, he goes with her. I feel like that's gonna happen eventually. Prediction Corner, what's up? But I feel like uh, I'm ready for that because I the pressure, first of all, of her being in North Korea, yes, very stressful, just constantly stressful. I do feel a lot of anxiety about, you know, generally the idea of being stuck in another country that would, like, people, most of the people would kill you if they knew who you were. Yeah, that's stressful. So I get it. I sympathize with her plight. I want him to go with her, obviously. And then I want them to take like a select few people with them because I am very endeared to many of these characters now. I love them. Or are all they endeared so to me? Much. Do you know how endeared works? I don't. I thought you did well. Okay, cool. Yes, every single one of these good military boys they have to good, go. Yeah, they have to go to South Korea. With homeboy, they can be raised by Seri and and uh, I think they Captain only have Ray. to really raise one of them, and that's not bad. Yeah, I think he's seventeen, so they've only got a year of raising him left. He's gone pretty far, so you know that's not a bad deal. No, can't wait. Also, in the same camp as Seri, cannot wait for the reunification. Cannot wait for that. But could this could the show have been about that? Maybe. That might have been a fun distraction. I know that that's a bigger villain than what we're ready to deal with in this show, but it would have been nice to see. Mm -hmm. Like, what if they were navigating their romance in the middle of reunification? What if that was a thing? What if that was a thing? Wouldn't that be cute? Yes. If, like, she got on the boat, she went home, he went with her, and then he was sneaking around South Korea, and (laughs) they had to figure out what to do during this giant reunification. That's a fun show, too. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. So that's ours now. We're going to write that. Please don't (laughs) write that. Please don't take that from us. That's our show now. But this Mm -hmm. show, very good. We started finding out what Division 11 was, which was the lie that Ri Jong-hyuk sold to save his now second fiance. Oh, man. He's just collecting them at this point. I mean, good for him. He deserves it. I don't... I don't know that they'll love the situation, which um, I'm a little bit on their side as far as, like, I would also be pretty bummed if my fiancé had a couple other fiancés. Like, one or more fiancés would suck. Yeah, she, you definitely want to be the only one in that kind of situation. <laughs> but the other one's been gone for, like, ten years. It seems like maybe yeah. he low-key forgot about her. 
Yeah, he did low-key forget about her, and there was that whole thing where they definitely do, I mean, I guess they've got us some way, but they definitely do make it feel like not so much his choice that they're engaged. Like, maybe that isn't his ideal situation, and maybe he didn't have a whole lot of say in it, which does that make me any less um, terrified of a love triangle? No, it does not. This is... (laughs) The actual most terrifying a love triangle could be, because part of it, like one third of it, is illegal. So that's really scary. And the other third of it, (laughs) the other third, one (laughs) one more third of it, seems like not a great gal. I'm not Mm -hmm. super in love with her. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they were actually in love, because it kind of seems like they were doing the piano thing together. They were piano buddies, so maybe Ri Jung Hyuk actually fell in love with her at some point, and that's or maybe rough. there was at least yeah. I'd be willing to believe at least affection, you know, like mm. uh, I cared for her. Perhaps he did not want to be engaged to her, but you know, we'll hope for that. I mean, yeah, for all we know, she'll end up being a better person than we are currently getting. You yeah, know that aspect. Maybe she's nicer to him than she is to literally every other person. Who's to yeah. say? I'm feeling like there's going to be a romance between her and the other bad guy, so, you know, maybe... I ship anybody who talks, so, like, once they talked, <laughs> they were on a ship. <laughs> like, get them out of and here. And you pushed them, pushed them out into the... Away other from the direction. Go. The other direction into from the ocean. ship. Get out of here. Get out of here. Here's a lifeboat. <laughs> go. Build yourself a much better ship. You've got money. The one you're on is occupied. Wow, that would be cool. Two relationships with illegal immigrants in North Korea. Whoa. Also, one of those people is being hunted by Sari's brother, and the other one is uh, Sari's brother's sister. (laughs) (laughs) Sari's brother, our main character, has all these connections (laughs) to other characters in the show. All of our secondary characters can be tied back to Seiri's brother, and that's <laughs> amazing. They've done a really great job with that. <laughs> um, I have another Buckwild prediction. Ooh, let's hear it. Okay, hold on to your seat. This one's wild. I think that <laughs> Seiri's brother's wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which <laughs> wife? The scary one or the cuter yeah. one? The scary one without the lipstick. Okay. The non-lipstick wife, I think, might be North Korean. What? That's a crazy prediction. That's a bold yeah. statement. It's, I know we're getting wild here. I don't know. I don't remember the exact scene that I made up my mind that this was a thing. <laughs> I just remember thinking that she seems to know. Uh, she seemed much more disturbed by the idea that Seri was like in the northwest or like could have been carried off somewhere and be alive and that could be just because Sari is alive that theory involves her being you know not dead yeah but i also was thinking maybe it's because there's something that could compromise her mission <gasps> that's the craziest theory yet this is very exciting yeah <laughs> we'll see where it actually goes it might theory seems like, not the direction it will go, you know, but maybe. How cool would I feel with that called shot? <laughs> You'd feel very cool. And yeah. you would be very cool. That 
literally never once occurred to me. They've said like four times that there's so many spies in South Korea. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think we would know one of them. Yeah, I hope we do because that would be wild. That would be even wild. if it doesn't, even if it doesn't turn out to be her. Like I don't know, maybe Sayri was actually born in North Korea. Oh, what if she finds out she was a spy? Oh boy, howdy! She had amnesia the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's one of those things where you're so deeply brainwashed that you just don't even know what you're. Like, it's like the Manchurian candidate. Like, there's a trigger word where all of a sudden she'll, like, become the agent she was Ew. born to be. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare show we've created. <laughs> we don't... We're not gonna watch that show. Don't make that a thing. <laughs> but also, it would be very convenient since... Our, our real villain is starting to dig into her credentials. So what if he actually finds something and he's like, oh, oh. no, that's, yeah, she's good. She's North Korean. Yeah. And then the real villain becomes the inner battle that she has to face with, <laughs> with finding out. Believing. Yeah. Big yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, can we. I know we're only 10 minutes in. I was maybe thinking about making this, like, the last half of what we were going to talk about, but <laughs> maybe I'll just make up. it... Yeah, yeah. Get back <laughs> to the show. Well, let's just... I'll say this pretty quick, and then, yeah, we can go and keep watching it. That was actually a thing for me. We, so, we were supposed to record yesterday, but circumstances stopped us. Um, it was really hard for me to reconcile with the fact that I wasn't going to get to watch more of this K-drama last night before I went to bed. Which, like, you know, I survived. I'm fine. Made it through the night. Yeah, we're here. That said, I am obsessed with this drama. I have loved every second. Almost, like, first and foremost, because the chemistry that the two main characters have is unbelievable. Oh my god. Like, even when they talk about each other, they're not even together. Just when they talk about each other, you can feel it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so cute. That scene where he's driving with his homeboy, and Lee Jung-hyuk is like, what does she say about me? And homeboy's like, she wants to, like, help you get a higher rank. And he's like, oh my god, that's so freaking touching, like, thank you. And then he says, because you're a nobody and a nothing. And he's like, okay, I hear you. That's rude. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, so funny, but so cute because he only cares because he likes her. Yes, I, there were so many little moments like that, too, where, uh, shoot, I forgot the actor's name already. I did look it up yesterday when I was looking all over the internet about these people. I any names so far. Literally zero. We just say homeboy and homegirl. Homeboy, uh, Jung, Jung Hyuk. Uh, is the name of the character. Can't remember the name of the actor. Anyway, the yeah, actor... Yeah, John Hyuk is, like, a famous actor as well. Oh, man. Okay, well, that's his name in this K-drama. Yeah. That's the character's name. Hyun Bin is the name of the actor. There you go. You wrote it down, huh? No, I just have seen it everywhere for the past two months. He's blowing up. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. He is a very, very, very good actor. Everyone's great. Uh, he got some good little nuances that kill me, because at one point she's presenting awards to everyone. First of all, he doesn't get one. Second of all- Yikes. Yeah. Second of all, she gives the most handsome award to the, like, 19-year-old. Um, Which I get. He's very good-looking. He's a very good-looking young man. 
Good for him. He deserves an award. And it's hard to give the handsome award to your crush. Like, yeah, you can tell she started crushing. It's she's got confidence that could kill the gods. But even she would not be so bold as to be like, okay, everybody, we all know who I like. And it's it's Ri Jung Hyuk. He is the most handsome boy. Yes, no one's ever been able to play those cards. No. Especially not by episode four in a K-drama. Heck yeah. no. Heck no. So I don't blame her for that, but it was rough to watch, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it was so darling, though, to watch his reaction. Oh, it's so subtle, like you said. You could barely, yeah. Like, Poor she couldn't man. even really tell, but, like, Mm-mm. you could see it. Just since we got so much camera time on his face, you could see yeah. how he was reacting. Oh, it was so good. Every moment. And yeah, just, uh, it's all very, very good. Yeah. I cannot wait for them to admit they're in love, but what we've gotten so far, this is probably the first, like, the first, uh, diversion kiss I've ever seen. Also, that I, no, there was a very good diversion kiss in another K-drama, no spoilers. Um, do you know which one I'm thinking of? I don't. You can bleep this out if you want. I guess it's not a huge spoiler, but in Chicago Typewriter, they have a very good diversion kiss. Ooh. It's like the best part about that show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, their diversion kiss. Um, this boy is lying up and down and all over the place. I'm into mm-hmm. it. I also love that he is not into it. Like, he's a little <laughs> bummed with himself that all of a sudden he's a very good liar. And everyone points it out to him. They're like, oh, yeah, we didn't think you could lie. And then you go ahead and you tell some very good lies. And he's like, no, 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 no. Listen. Listen, I'm saving lives out here. Damsel is in distress. I'm just doing my best to keep her alive for another minute. And they're like, no, but you're, like, really good at lying suddenly. And I like it. Yes. Because all of his lies are very romantic. They're all very romantic. They are setting us up with all the best tropes. <laughs> the distraction kiss. The fake engagement. We got it all. We got it all. They're giving it all to us. I am constantly so concerned that someone has bugged the house. Uh, yeah. I mean, sort of they have, or at least they've bugged the outside of the house. Yeah, sorry. Every time that there's a scene, like, of them talking in the house, I'm overanalyzing it from the wiretapper's perspective, because I'm like, someone's listening, okay? How would how would the wiretapper interpret all of this? Do not talk to each other... At all, ever. ...about... The plan to get on the boat, you fools. Don't talk about anything, okay? I I can't trust this man. Although, that wiretapper's got a story of his own. Yeah. He seems like maybe the one who's going to save the day for everyone. He's going to save us all. And I know it, and I love him for it. Yes, and I'm very worried for him and his son. Yeah. I hate that we have to pick and choose in North Korea who survives. Yeah. What if we get them out of North Korea on the boat, too? What if they go with? I'm just saying, the unification would kind of do that without having to put everyone on a boat. Mm Mm-hmm. Can everyone please survive and have their happiest life? Please. I just want everyone to live their best life, you know? Please and thank you. Okay, that scene where the wiretapper has to listen to Ri Jong-hyuk's brother die was like... (sighs) Something that will affect me for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful scene. Yeah. Unbelievably heartbreaking. Uh, good job. You pulled all the emotions out of me. I didn't expect it. 
I didn't think I was gonna like that wiretapper. And then two minutes later, they're like, no, he's, he's not a bad guy. He's just in a bad place. Yeah, he's, uh, pretty unable to get out of the situation he's in. But that acting where his voice cracks as he's like, final bump, final bump. <sighs> Sir, that was very good. That was the way I that wanted was- to hurt today. <laughs> this show's got me all over the place. <gasps> Another scene that will be remembered forever that I just looked at my notes. The scene where they jump on the paraglider and they're flying through through the sky. What is that? Um, I was so enthralled by the thought. Okay, bear with me here. Think about them sitting on like pretty what is effectively a chair in front of a green screen holding <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> each other like that oh, they really they really went all out with the green screen in these two episodes first the boat mm-hmm. i was like okay i'm going to give this one to you cuz it's hard to film when it's supposed to be pitch black out. Like, I don't know what I was expecting, but here we are, green screen and all. But then to two minutes later, so boldly throw them off of a cliff and have him holding on to nothing. That was yeah, he, just so like concerning. Her head. <laughs> pretty, pretty much his, his anchor point was her head. Her head and neck was <laughs> all that was keeping him attached to her. And then, like, her arms around his torso, so that's good. And he's also also... kind of holding the ropes, I think. Yeah. But, like... Like, he's holding her head up, but he's got his arms wrapped all the way around the ropes. I feel like that would be even less sturdy. Yeah. Because if the wind jerks those ropes, there goes goes your your arms. arms. (laughs) You're pretty... (laughs) They're taken forcefully from your body. (laughs) (laughs) You've lost your arms. What are you going to do? <laughs> and then the show becomes about that. <laughs> it's fine. He can lose his arms, but those are his only anchor points. Like, you got to grip with your thighs, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not a situation where we can be romantic. You got to grip her with your thighs. <laughs> you got to go all in, commit with the thighs. Commit with the thighs. I know you have strong thighs. You are a sturdy young man. <laughs> Use them. <laughs> you can't just wrap your arms around the rope and then around her neck and then expect that jumping off a cliff is a good idea. I don't know anything about paragliding and I knew that was a bad idea. <laughs> You're supposed to be in the military. Jeez Louise, aren't you ready for anything? Do they teach you nothing in the military these days? Back in my Can day. Hold on. <laughs> never would have gotten away with that. <laughs> I am such a sucker, though, for the moment before before they uh, went paragliding together. The whole idea, oh, I'm the worst. You know how, okay, you know how you like a damsel? Mm-hmm. I like someone who feels like they're in a hopeless situation, and so they do something borderline suicidal to get out of that situation, even if it's completely stupid. And I, like, I knew it was stupid, like, I knew it was a bad idea. But, okay, listen, the empathy I felt in that moment, because I think I would feel so hopeless after the whole boat incident where, like, she was a hundred yards away. That's what I think. That was the moment I was like, she's a beautiful actor. 
as well, where you <laughs> you were like Hyunbin in that in that award ceremony. That was my moment for her. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. The actor who plays Yoon Se-ri, when she's watching the boat fade away, and you know that she's just on this weird half boat on a green screen, but she's watching her life slip away. Like, and she was so close. That was so powerful. She did such a great job. Yeah. And then her demanding to be comforted afterward, I also empathized a lot with, because I think I would be begging anyone and everyone to just tell me, like, what the next plan was. Yeah. Because, I mean, you just, literally the plan just fell apart. It was the only one. That was it. That was all they got. Don't tell me that that plan is just going to be postponed for another month. Indefinitely, actually. Like, we don't know. Yeah. yeah we don't know when, oh, maybe, maybe a month, like, maybe. Maybe forever. They have to find yeah, maybe forever. Maybe they have to find some other thing. Just so hard. So yeah, I actually get the impulse to go and try and exit the country the same way you came in, even if it's the worst possible idea. Yeah, like you said, your empathy is on a maximum at that point. So the yeah, the beauty between the two actors is like, they sold it. They nailed it. They did perfect. Watching them interact mm-hmm. and her trying to run away and say, like, you've done all you can. You said that you tried your best and I saw you try your best and I can't keep asking more of you. I have to do something. It was like, oh, I like it because it's, it was so, she's only been there a few days. So it feels so quick that he's really seeing that she's not this elite spy who wants to be in North Korea. He, you know, hopefully is starting to believe her and see that she's just a scared scared woman who saw the worst circumstances happen to her. There was also a small emotional damsel moment wherein she admitted that her family probably wouldn't be very happy to see her. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And his how sad he was for her because that's something that he has had is like a close family familial relationship with at least one of his family members and he thought that like yeah probably they'll be thrilled to have you like i would give anything to have my brother home yeah oh boy oh boy come on that hurts don't do that guys oof Remember when he brought a candle to the market? No, he bought a candle at the market. And he just held it up, and I, too, gravitate towards scented candles. <laughs> and, like, he knew what he was doing. He's like a freaking moth to that flame. Anyone would have been. I'm surprised he wasn't surrounded with beautiful women being like, Hey, hello. <laughs> I see you brought a candle. Uh... <laughs> You're a very handsome man. You're very good looking, and I too love scented candles. I do love scented candles. Uh, what's up? What's good? What's happening? But instead, it was a very romantic moment between our two leads. In they never let you have a fully romantic moment because in the background they were playing scenes of his fiance pulling up to his house and me over here like oh i don't uh (laughs) i can't deal with this right now i just want to enjoy the moment in the marketplace please leave me alone and i want them to be able to go back to his house 
and be, sit quietly together and think about how much they love each other without telling each other yet, because slow burn. But... Remember? Okay. We do need to circle back to talking about how I... Uh, how anxious the second fiancé is making me. Uh, <laughs> I know we sort of talked about it before, but... Do you remember that time he bought her coffee? Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Peak romance is the most subtle romance. I was yesterday years old when I learned that coffee beans can come in white and then the roasting process makes them brown. What? Welcome to the world, Raquel. Thank you. Hi, I am Baby. Hi, Baby. Welcome to coffee. Jason and I like to pretend we know a lot about coffee, but really we just found a very soothing YouTube channel where he shows you how to cook different things, and he's got the most beautiful machines. It's like this old Japanese-style kitchen with all of these, like, beautiful bronze, like, kitchen gadgets, and he, he has one where he hand-roasts his coffee in this little box that you just spin around like a jack-in-the-box, but it spins over the fire. Oh my god, it's so soothing and so beautiful. I'm going to sleep to to that tonight. Yeah, I do need to sleep to that tonight. (laughs) That's what I need. Every video on his channel is amazing. I'll maybe see if I can find it and then share it on our Twitter so that people know what I'm talking about. Because god dang, sir. That's how I learned about it. Yeah, I, so, little tangent on sleeping. I've started putting together my own compilations of different sources of media to sleep to. I don't know why, it's not like I've been having trouble sleeping, but I have obsessive, so there's these uh, GIFs that you can find online of, like, Studio Ghibli, uh, they're, like, scenes from Studio Ghibli oh, films. GIFs. Okay, I thought you said gifts. Oh yeah, no, without the T. Why do all of the loudest trucks keep driving by my house? It's fine. I'm not angry. I mean, I am. <laughs> I thought they but were like, motorcycles. They are very loud. Yeah, I'm upstairs. I'm like, I'm like a floor up from these people, and it's just the loudest. Anyway, uh, I will do that, but then I don't. The lo-fi beats that they play to them are just a little bit. Not they're not lo-fi enough. So I find piano music of Studio Ghibli films and play over top that gif. Dang. And then sometimes I will also play the Sleep With Me podcast because I I have theorized in my mind that it gives me good dreams. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. I feel like I sleep very easily, but I have stressful dreams. Yeah, I totally recommend the Sleep With Me podcast. Also, Hayori's Bed and Breakfast. Have you heard of that one? It's on Netflix. I think so. It's about uh, Hayori. She, I believe, I'm not particular, like, f- particularly familiar with Korean stars and media prior to like the last five years. Yeah. But she was, I believe, a Korean pop star. Okay. And she got married to another famous Korean man, and they moved to Jeju, and they open a bed and breakfast, and IU comes and works for them. What? I haven't made it very far into the show yet, but it is the world's most relaxing show. Wow. Yes. All right. I'll check it out. Thank you for coming on that tangent about what to sleep to, and also... (laughs) 
Hayori's bed and breakfast. I need it. I went to the dentist with a toothache this week, and he told me it was literally only from clenching my jaw so hard when I sleep. Apparently, there's a lot of stress up in this brain that I don't deal with when I'm awake, so it just all comes out when I'm asleep. It's the 2020 stress monster, but it waits until you're vulnerable. It's until I'm vulnerable. I fall asleep really easily, and then I sleep terribly all night. So we need to get Hyori up in here with her B&B vibes. It's very good. It's very good. This show is beautiful and funny and heartbreaking and lovely. Not really relaxing, I'm going to say it. Like, as I mentioned, sometimes we're having a very romantic scene and all I can think about is how his ex-fiancé is getting closer, how his real fiancé is getting closer and closer to his house. Constantly. Oh, no. Stop Please. Stop. It's the longest journey. She spends an entire episode, which these episodes are movie length, and she (laughs) spends an hour and a half getting to his house, and we have to watch every step of the entire freaking thing. Like, it's just stressing me out. And we have a nice clam bake that's supposed to be cute and fun, and all I can think about is the wiretapper and how he's interpreting their conversations. I can't relax. Y'all are gonna need no. to find that that little magic box that's listening in on you and destroy it, because that is the only piece I will ever have. This this show is making Emily clench her jaw, and we need some resolution, so if you guys could just eliminate one of the stressors. Please, we, please, I'm please. pretty sure... The North Korea thing will be the hardest to eliminate, so, like, I guess let's keep that one around. But, boy, howdy, maybe the box or the fiancé can get rid of one of those. I'd prefer the fiancé. I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. lie, the box stresses me out a lot, but I kind of low-key am putting a lot of belief into this wiretapper and his good soul. The fiancé, on the other hand... I don't believe in her at all. I think she's going to ruin everything. Yeah. I'm very worried about everything she is about to just like, oh. Okay. I'm glad you are too. I don't want it to be a sexist thing where I'm like, well, the man is going to be, you know, A-okay. He seems like a good guy. And the woman, women always cause trouble. So. Nah, because behind both of them is one evil dude. So we know. We know who the real problem is here. We know who the real problem is here. But that's what I'm saying. The wiretapper does not deserve my trust quite yet. Because he works very closely with Evil Dude, and he has a son to worry about. And he has accepted money from the Evil Dude, so... So, like, I shouldn't believe in him at all. Why do I? Why do I? Why do any of us, honestly? What? Oh. This show is actually pretty stressful. I hate this show. Why, do- Why are we watching this show? <laughs> Because it's good and we love it so much and they keep using the green screen and that cracks me up. Yeah, this show is very self-aware in a way that no other K-drama has ever been aware of itself. Which is to say they make the most meta jokes out of any K-drama, almost to the extent that they're taking away yours and my job. Your and my. Your and my's. Your and my's job. (laughs) (laughs) Because usually it's our job to talk about how all problems are solved with the distraction kisses in Korea, in South Korea. And we also are the ones that are allowed to talk about stuff like everyone getting amnesia. And uh, if he brings up Subway. I swear to God, sir. 
Oh, you cannot take this away from us. You Only we can reference Subway. Subway. We usually rant and uh, get off track so much that we don't touch on important stuff like amnesia or distraction kisses or how they are way overused as tropes in dramas. So you're going to get a pass on this one, sir. But I swear to God, if you step on Subway's toes, <laughs> we will come for you. It's our jokes. It's our, our jokes. Our jokes here at Play NK. We invented the pointing out Subway in Korean dramas joke. We're the only ones who've ever done it. And Clearly. So <laughs> it's very clever. It's the super cleverest joke. And we're super proud of it. And you can't take it from us, please. Please. Um, I mean, for all we know, Subway it, it didn't sponsor this bad boy, but like, is it even a Korean drama if it's not sponsored by Subway? We had a Jaguar, that cool, cool black car. We had a Range Rover. We had a Range Rover. A rich boy's car. So we know they got, they got the good car sponsorships. Did they have Subways in North Korea? Or are we just going to have to wait until the unification before we see the big Subway uprising. Yeah, I'm pretty sure what I envision is that she and uh, she being Seri and Jung Hyuk will end up in South Korea and the very first thing that she will do is take him to a subway <laughs> and he will almost certainly talk about how very delicious Subway is <laughs> and it will be some prime product placement. <laughs> I like to think that they'll build up to that, like she's constantly on that Michelin restaurant. That was a really good monologue that she had about her Michelin star restaurant love. I nailed that. Um, <laughs> While she eats crackers dipped in sugar. Yeah. So I'm excited for him to make a regular sandwich and for her to be like, this is nothing like Subway, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I usually only eat Michelin starred restaurant food, but... Sometimes I make an, I make exception. an exception for Subway. <laughs> She's got to bring it up before they get back to South Korea. Yeah. I believe and in her. Then he'll be like, hey, we had a deal. You said no. I said no propagating crazy South Korean <laughs> things. And she'll be like, let me show you. And then that's what will cause him to go to South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Letting her get on the boat alone wasn't, wasn't enough of a encouragement for him to go with her. It'll be the subway that really tips them over the edge. I like that. Mm -hmm. We'll wait for you, subway. Man. So I guess Sairi was just found on a beach. Is that, did, you get, did you pick that up, too? I kind of like, got uh, that vibe, but I don't really get it. Yeah. I can't tell if she's actually... Maybe this is messed up. I think they said it to our faces, and I still don't know. Still don't know if she's actually related to her family or not. At least not her mom. Because they said, yeah. when dad brought her home, you didn't like her, or something like that. So it seems like she's maybe at least not her mother's daughter. Yeah, which is interesting because I think she's her mother's favorite child. Yeah, after you said that last week, I, I mean, I'm watching with the intention of thinking that she's her mother's favorite kid, but kind of seems like she's her mother's favorite kid. And like, I get it, the pool is small, but... Yeah, it's nice. And the other two kids are huge weenie babies, but <laughs> like, how could you love them? <laughs> I don't know if the power of a mother's love is that strong. No, but um, yeah, it definitely seems like she loves Siri more than we were led to believe in the first couple episodes. 
But yeah, where did she come from? Why was she on a beach counting to a hundred just infinitely? I think you're going to be right about this spy thing and I'm worried about it. I don't want you to be right. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, I just want to watch all of this. I just want to binge watch all of this K-drama for the next two days. It's fine. I'm here to do a podcast and I love this podcast so much. It's just holding me back from this. I'm fucking so mad. We have to, we have to take breaks. I mean, we can record more often, but we gotta be able to bask in this drama because I'm worried it will end too fast. That's true. If we binge it. You can't binge the best ones. Yeah, you've got to savor every moment of them. Mm -hmm. You've got to look forward to watching the next episode, but yeah. have to wait for it anyway. Yeah, it's part of the excitement is the buildup. Um, one last thing, my last thing, is the birthday party. That was <gasps> truly precious. It was so cute. Like, I know we're probably not supposed to pick ladies that we like and ladies that we hate, but kind of they're in those camps already. Yeah. Yep, and they all got together in their little camps, and boy, do I love that lady that made the dress. Do we know her name? I don't. I know she's in every other drama. All of those ladies are in every other drama. They've all been moms before. I love it. Yes. And I know we're not supposed to judge by looks. Those ladies can play whichever characters they want to play, and that I will support them fully, but they... That lady who is the sweet underdog, she has mm -hmm. the sweetest face I've ever seen. She does. And Do I you want remember to what she's her. from? No. What is she from? She's from Touch Your Heart. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> she wasn't a mom in that, though. Wow. Yeah, she wasn't a mom. Oh, well, she was a mom. Oh, yeah, she was a mom, huh? Yeah, she wasn't a mom of the main kiddos, though. Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> Main mom or no mom, you're the secretary now. And you can have yep. a kid, but, like, you're not our mom. Mm-mm. Whoa. Okay, thanks, Raquel, yeah. for recognizing faces. <laughs> you're it welcome. brings me such joy. Reuniting with old friends. I knew there was a reason I liked her. Yeah. It's good to see all of them. The only uh, older lady I feel like I don't recognize in this show, the only Ajuma, is actually her mom. I've never seen her before. Mm. I don't think I actually know the... She calls her the head. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen her before either. But all of the others, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well done, casting director. You got all the best moms. You got all the best moms. I love it. We love moms. We love to see them. Even if they're not our favorite, at least we can chalk it up to bad circumstances. They're good moms in North Korea. Yeah. Just kind of vaguely nosy. Which, like, I get. Yeah, it's the way of their community, you know? Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, people aren't very nosy here in Aramo. Maybe we're just, like, Rijangyak, where they're, like, they're nosy and they want to know about us, but not enough to, like, knock on our door. They're not gonna ask us. They gotta, they gotta hear it through the grapevine. Yeah, gotta get the, I mean, what else are they gonna talk about except the two Americans living in town? If they get together, you know? I mean, not anymore. No one gets together anymore. Yeah, but. no one talks about us anymore because we don't leave the house. What's he gonna <laughs> say? How do they survive? They don't leave the house. That's all Jason's mom. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't give this information away, but Jason's mom lives right across the street from Raquel. Mm -hmm. And every time he talks to her, she's like, is Raquel okay? 
uh, I've never seen her leave the house. She's moved back home like a month ago now, and I haven't seen her once, one single time. <laughs> it's because I am fucking winning at stay at home. I am the grand master champ. My parents are going out to work and tanking my high score. It's the worst because I am very good at this. I do not leave the ho- I do not I leave the house after 9 p.m. to walk my dog in the dark streets. That's when I go running. I'm like, I know that's not a safe time to be out, but that's the only time I want to be out. I do wish that you had Maurice with you. Yeah. That, that I'm yes. But I'm an Aramo. So, like, what's going to happen? The other day, I saw a deer, and he was running ahead of me, and I got to follow his little butt as he, like, you know, like, galloped along. Oh, my God, it was magical. I felt like I was in a Disney movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that if there was a Disney movie about a fitness princess, that would be you. That would be me, running with the deers. (laughs) One scared deer, to be particular. (laughs) But for real... You're doing so well. So am I. Thank you. We are the princesses of staying Stay indoors. Yep. If only our family members weren't ruining it for us. Yeah, what the hell, Jason? Why do you have to work? Now I'm never going to get my award of best at stay at home. Best at stay at home. It only works if the whole family stays home. Mm-hmm. Hope everybody else is staying home. Yeah, and safe. And if you do have to go out because you're an essential worker, then just know that we love you and we support you and uh, we're doing everything we can to keep everyone healthier and uh, still trying to support local businesses in the best ways we can. Yeah, well said. We are hosting another watch party. Dang it, it would be in the past. Yeah. Because it's tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to host another watch party, because honestly, every time we release these episodes, it's probably going to still be during the month of May, and it looks like I'm going to have all of May off. And Raquel, (laughs) you're on the grind. I mean, we watch on Sunday nights your time, so you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You're free anyways. I imagine most of our listeners are in America, but some of them aren't, and we are very accommodating. I honestly, like, if someone was... We do this with our Patreon subscribers, but if any of y'all subscribe to Patreon and you couldn't make it to the watch party, I would literally watch it again or set up a, like a new show to watch with you. Yes, absolutely. I'm in the Japan time zone, so do not worry about jumping on and being like, hey, I've got this other random time zone to introduce and it might be inconvenient. It will not be inconvenient to us. We will make it happen. One of our Patreon subscribers, who's a genius at planning things, is amazing. He sent us, like, a screenshot of some kind of app he had that had the clocks of every time zone of, of like, all of the viewers that were going to join the watch party. Like, it had the clocks for everyone. It was set up. Yeah, it was amazing. We all knew what time to show up. So, join our Patreon. We will figure out your time zone. We will add you in and join us for our next watch party because we've been watching The King Eternal Monarch together this month and it's been amazing. It's so good. And also, can I just like, I don't want to, 
I don't mean to brag. I know we've been talking about this for a while, but uh, we have the funniest community because I was laughing my ass off the last time we watched. So good. And not in that way that's like disruptive or like you're sad because you're missing a part of the show. It was just funny. Like I just was laughing very hard. <laughs> so join Josh, John, Raquel, and I for our next watch party. Oh my God, we'll have so much fun. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Um, you can find that. You can find the link to our Patreon on our website, playonk.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter so you never miss when we start a new show. And you can find all of our past episodes archived neatly so you can listen to whatever shows you have already seen. Or you can just go to patreon.com slash playonk and find us there. Yeah, we also have our email if you wanted to just shoot us a little letter about uh, anything like K-dramas, what we're watching now, what we have watched. Uh, what you want us to watch in the future. It's playonkpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter, so drop by there and give us a hey to tell us you're listening and tell us, yeah, if you if you want us to watch something or if you're excited about what we're watching, tell us there. We are at playonk. And then we are also on a lot of different uh, podcasting platforms, podcast platforms. Um, you can find us on Stitcher, on Blueberry, and we're on iTunes. If you hop over to any of those, rate, review, and subscribe. Give us a five star if you if you feel it. I won't dictate if we've what earned you feel. it. If we've earned it, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. But we'd really appreciate it. We'd give you a little shout out on the show, and we would it would help us get a little bit more visibility. Yeah. Thank you, as always, to James Paul Hevel for our theme song. We love it, and we love you. Thanks, James. We love you, and we love you, our listeners. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Join us next week for the next two episodes of Crash Landing on You. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.